like inches, dollars, let's say, are like inches. They are a way of measuring real wealth, which consists of material resources plus energy plus intelligence. That's wealth. Money represents it. We used to have the idea, you see, that gold was money. Gold is wealth. Well, that's perfectly absurd, because does the prosperity of the world constantly depend on discovering new gold mines? When a banker buys gold, what does he pay for it with? Book entries. And so, with this myth of gold in the background, we think money is real. And money is the most unreal thing in the world. It's a form of statistics. And so, therefore, we don't realize that as our wealth increases as a result of an expanded technology, we have to provide enough money to circulate. In other words, we have to pay people for the work done on their behalf by machinery. Because otherwise, the manufacturer won't be able to move the goods off the shelf. Now, that seems an outrageous idea, frankly, in disaccord with the Protestant ethic. You mean give people money? Where's the money going to come from? Well, money never did come from anywhere. It's like asking, where do inches come from? It's, it's simply a question of realizing that technology was invented to save labor. That doesn't mean in order to dismiss your employees. It means to let them have a vacation. In other words, a shorter work week. Yep. And for I'm you right. yourself as the and owner, you can get rid of me by upgrading less to do. Go. So that you can go and uh, gaze at the moon or make love to your lady friend. And why not do it? Well, everybody feels guilty about it. They think having archaic minds, when we didn't have this technology, that they got to go on behaving the same way as uh, when machines didn't exist. But now we have them. But we won't use them, except in silly ways. 
like for example rushing around everywhere in automobiles polluting the air you know you don't really have to commute in most businesses if you have a telephone ever thought about that you don't need an office you don't need to go rushing around exhausting yourself and getting absolutely furious in the traffic jams on the freeway you know we're all getting furious about things we can do nothing about you know we read the newspapers and look at tv and see the disasters occurring all over the world and feel upset and mad and there's nothing we can do why waste your time pick up the telephone it, it saves you the cost of a secretary the fag of mailing stuff sticking stamps on it going down to the post office and if you count up all the hours you'll realize that the electronic <coughs> method of communication that is the technology is uh, much less expensive than the ordinary way one goes about things it's like an automobile is a uh, mechanical imitation of a horse and carriage it's completely irrational long ago people have invented automobiles that were far more serviceable but they somehow never get into use so it is a matter of keeping your mind closely on what you really want to happen and what can be done instead of going through meaningless rituals While this is the system, while this is the social consensus, everybody doesn't need money. But while it is the social consensus that that's what we all need, let's be frank about it. And not say, therefore, of the person whose interest is in higher things, whether it be academic, religious, or artistic. Oh, you don't need money because your satisfaction surely in doing your work the only people who need money are the people who are miserable at their work they're because they're there to make money let's drop the hypocrisy the scholar the artist in this context where everybody has to have money to live needs money just as much as everybody else and should be paid accordingly applies particularly to the teacher in the schools or whatever you know people who are put down and saying oh you're a teacher or you're a clergyman you don't need money because you live on the spirit that's rubbish in i repeat in this context where everybody has to have it so, you know, uh, you think you can be a dropout and be a hippie. You have to go out on the street and say, you've got any spare change? No, oh, you don't need money. You're a hippie. Huh. Don't fool yourselves. We all do. But we are living under conditions where money as I have tried to explain, is not understood. 
where it is not seen for the fiction and the useful fiction which it is. And so what do we do? We have income tax, which is the most absurd system of accounting ever conceived. Yeah, have you ever figured out what it costs to pay income tax? Not just the, the tax itself, but the cost of paying it to yourself and to the government. It's colossal. And I raise the question then, why do it at all? Why doesn't the government simply take off the top as much money as it needs and issue the rest? It'd be much simpler. The silly business that torments everybody would be cancelled. And the Department of Internal Revenue and all its officers, they needn't be frightened of losing their jobs. Because they could simply be the officials who work it the other direction. In other words, they could be the dispensers of the money to everybody to pay them for the amount of work done by machinery on their behalf. Doesn't that make sense? What we've done against this is not, as it were, an intellectual or mathematical block, but a psychological block. And don't see that that is the inner meaning of technology. To save labor. In other words, uh, say that the, uh, the Labour Party and all the various countries never really understood that it has to be saved. And it works against its own salvation with the ridiculous socialistic schemes of making everybody equally poor, which is what invariably happens, instead of making everybody equally rich. Of course, aren't you? When we are all equally rich, there will always be people who want to outdo other people. And so feel psychologically that they're poor, even when they're in perfectly good health, very well fed, housed and clothed. You want to go a little bit beyond, so as to show, I'm more outstanding than you. There, of course, we get into great metaphysical depths. But so far as the business of the matter is concerned, I think what I've said uh, thus far should commend itself to your careful consideration. In the West, we inherit the idea of law from those ancient conceptions of God, and it is even passed down into science, where we discuss laws of nature. But one recognizes more and more in the sciences that what we call laws of nature are simply observed regularities in the way things behave. And you, in order to observe regularities, you must look at things through something regular. That is to say, you must lay a ruler alongside them or compare their behavior with the regular behavior of a clock. But clocks and rulers are human inventions. 
They are regular measures which we use for comparing the rates of change. Say a clock is a measure of a rate of change. It's quite arbitrary. But we very easily compare our regulation measuring devices with what makes things happen. As if the sun rises because it's six in the morning. And that's being completely backwards in one's thinking. And we get into the same confusion when we imagine, for example, that money is wealth.